Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 42 of the Hardly Millennial Podcast, where we are young, dumb, and full of opinions. Opinions. Uh, so my name is Adam Hansen, as always, and across from me is Matthew Lynn. Hello, hello, everyone. And let's just uh, let's jump right into it. Let's get started here. Yeah. Um, we got some things in the news. Some happened. things have happened. Yes. And they are, they're talk worthy um, for different reasons. <laughs> some of them are more tragic. Mm-hmm. Some of them are more interesting. Yes. Uh, one of them is actually kind of hopeful. <laughs> yeah. So we've spread it out across the emotions today for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go ahead and probably talk about the more serious one first. Let's just jump into um, the tragedy. So if you guys keep up with the podcast on a daily basis or at any regular basis, you'll know that pretty recently um, there was a horrendous cyclone mm-hmm. that hit um, Mozambique. Mm-hmm. And I know that none of us know about Mozambique. Don't lie. You don't. <laughs> I know you don't. Um, but we all hear the news, and this was so tragic that it's been all over the news Mm -hmm. um so a cyclone hit um in mozambique and when you say in mozambique that pretty much means it hit the whole thing okay it's not very like gigantic right so it hit and so basically for my understanding okay i'm not a weatherman here Mm -hmm. but um a cyclone is like a hurricane on pcp Mm-hmm. So it's like a super intense hurricane, okay? Like, basically, all the water gets sucked up and then put back down really quickly. Okay. In essence. So, so much water was put down on the land mm-hmm. that what used to be a country mm-hmm. is now mostly an ocean. Mm. And it specifically uses the word ocean. Right. Inland Ocean, right? Is Inland Ocean. It. So I'm not sure the specifics or the, the real difference between a lake and an ocean. Uh-huh. Um, but I do know that I've been to both. Mm-hmm. And one is a lot bigger than the other. <laughs> yes. Um, not not to try to, to make any humor out of the situation. I'm being very serious that it's huge, Adam. You can see it from space, right? That is literally what the article, that's what caught my attention about the whole thing. Because you hear a cyclone hits Mozambique. And Uh it's like, okay, fine. You know, a hurricane hits Sri Lanka or Japan. or happens all the time. Like, you know, not whatever, but the show must go on, right? It's not that big of a deal in my daily life. Uh I feel for them, but okay. But then you hear about, they have pictures of this body of water from space. Yeah. And they show them to you. And it's it's phenomenal, Adam, because you can actually see in the land where there were two rivers mm-hmm. that went through this huge body of land, okay? Right. You can still see the outline of those rivers, but all around the rivers is just, it's dark. Mm-hmm. And all that dark spot is water. Right. And then you can clearly see all around it, all the like land that's mm-hmm. brown. And it's... I was sitting there looking at it, and I was thinking, holy shit, this is from space. Yeah. And it looks big from space. Yeah. Which means it's really, really big in actual person. Um, I don't, 
I mean, I guess we should just take a second here, and I do want to say that I'm sure there's no one from Mozambique who listens to our show. Right. But in the slight off chance, just in case, I mean, our hearts do go out to you guys. That yeah, is, that's pretty, that is shitty. <laughs> what you've been <laughs> through is absolutely phenomenal. And I mean, for someone's life to just change in a second like that right. without them choosing it, mm-hmm. is that's rough. That's yeah. hard to swallow. So I, I feel a lot for anyone in that kind of situation. Um, yeah, whole villages, dude. Entire, just gone. Well, and then the articles say also that, uh, like, the death toll is so high that this inland ocean is basically just filled with all of these unmarked bodies. Yeah, so what what they're having an issue with now that the article was saying is the initial destruction is has been done. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's no more stuff is going to fall over or get ripped apart. That part is over. Right. But what you're left with now is as this huge body of water is slowly going back out into the actual ocean. Okay, mm-hmm. it takes a long time for that to happen. And there's at least hundreds and hundreds of bodies that are in the water. Mm-hmm. So after a couple of days now, what happens just naturally is those bodies decompose mm-hmm. and that water becomes septic. It becomes a, a big cesspool. Right. So what they're getting now is they're getting um, uh, what's what's the name of the the disease that they were getting? Co- cholera? cholera. I was going to yeah. start with the C. So they're getting outbreaks of like cholera now mm-hmm. and other diseases that the people who survived the initial onslaught of the water right. are now going to be kind of over time picked off by the diseases Ugh. so it's the the devastation hasn't stopped yet it's, right it's still a lot to go um and i mean obviously they're not the wealthiest country in the world right so that is rough as well but yeah man it's it's hard because you can't get rid of the water and you can't just clean all the water right so you just kind of have to keep the people as safe as possible while nature takes care of it. Naturally, it will filter out on its own, but it could take a really long time. Do you think that when something like this happens in the world, do you think this is something that, like, we Americans, like, our government should get involved in and going over to helping them? Or would you see that's something that, even though it's a, a terrible thing that happened over there, that's something we should stay out of? Um, well, I guess let's put it this way, that the strong do protect the weak, Mm -hmm. right? But you can't help anyone if you're not at a hundred percent yourself. Right. Is that, that's kind of a concept that was taught to me as a kid is that you, you get yourself to a hundred percent first. And then if there's anything left, you help others with that. But you're no use to anyone if you're not at 100. So I would take that same concept and say, if things are going well here, if we're Mm -hmm. at 100%, then the extra that we have, which inevitably we have lots of extra, Mm -hmm. you can use that to help with. But our first priority, everyone's first priority should be themselves with the idea that they are going to use 
a 100% themselves mm -hmm. to help others with. Right. So yes, in the short run, it's a selfish way of thinking, mm -hmm. but in the long run, it allows for much more help overall. Gotcha. You got to think of yourself first because no one else will. Right. And then you, you help others with what's left. Um, in this case, in, in an extreme thing like this, in right. something that just, it doesn't even happen every 10 years. Well, that's why I asked the question um, because this is an extreme case. You know, this isn't, yeah. as you said, just a hurricane off the coast of Japan. Yeah, I think we should. I think that I do, I do want to be part of a country that one of their priorities is helping um, people who are going through terrible, horrible times like that. Okay. Yes, I would say that that's, that's a society that I would be proud to be part of. Okay. Um, so, yeah, if it was on a ballot and uh -huh. it was a vote, help Mozambique or not, right? I would vote yes. Okay. I would. I would be willing to pay a little bit more to help Mozambique. I just ask because I just feel like that's one of those hot topics that come up every time something like this happens in the world. You know, at one point it was gen a genocide in Africa that it was the argument of should we help or not. Now it's something like this. You know what? If you don't want that responsibility, mm -hmm. then don't don't project <laughs> yourself in that way in the first place. Gotcha. Um, I was gonna say don't be number one because right. number one just gets those responsibilities, but that's not right either. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't say I'm not gonna be number one because of the responsibilities that come along with it. You should always right. strive to be the best. Right. But you you can be number one and not project yourself in a way that you are the strongest. Right. You can be more humble. Right. Okay. So. If you want to project that you are the strongest, mm -hmm. then you need to show that you are the strongest, which right. means you protect the weak ones. If there's no mm -hmm. one left to follow you, then you don't have you're not the leader of anything. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think countries like Russia and China should be uh, gunning at trying to help them too, to show mm -hmm. that hey, we can handle our own stuff and help these people. Look how strong our economy is. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I see what you're saying. Well. I hope we do something. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I mean, the Red you know? Cross is there. They're yeah, it, it, yeah, it's the I'm typical sure. when anything bad happens, you know. Right. Um, I think they take it a little more seriously, obviously, when it happens uh -huh. in our own country. Like, yeah, of course. you know, Hurricane Katrina was one of the worst ones in my lifetime. Right. Uh, this makes that look like Mother Nature sneezed. Yeah. Like, this is Literally much changed worse. the geography. It literally turned land into a fucking ocean, bro. Yes. It's pretty intense. Um, yeah, so we just wanted to take a little bit and talk about that, inform anyone who didn't know about what's going on. Yeah, it's important um, stuff to know. You'll probably hear a little bit more about it over the next few podcasts. Mm -hmm. Nothing, we won't dedicate a whole podcast to it, but I'm sure you'll hear updates of it. Um, it is an issue that's kind of close to our hearts. We yeah. definitely, we definitely got the feels for this one, so... So, and I don't think it's something that, you know, although it is being reported on the news, you know, I still see more news about, you know, something that Trump tweeted or something like that. Oh, for that, sure. You know? So I think it's important to uh, Speaking of, talk isn't, about those uh, didn't Daddy T do something recently here? Yeah, Daddy T did do something. It's it's actually something I, I agree a lot with. Oh, this was but... this is to lighten things up a bit, folks. Oh, this to lighten things news. up, you know. But yeah, thank, you guys will love this. But thank you for, you know, bearing through us with that. But it's important, as we said. Yes. So <clears throat> anyways, so Trump's trying to pass a law right now <laughs> that is basically going to make it easier for people trying to uh, 
get like vocational skilled uh careers like being a plumber an electrician or a welder okay like, like um um craftsman skills yeah so craftsman skills like working with wood skills. working with metal masons who work with stone yeah. welders yeah exactly that, people who build things people who build things yeah, yeah. we got to get back to that a little bit so he's trying <laughs> he's trying to pass a bill that will make it easier for people going into those fields to get like government aid for school so student loans oh nice. oh that goes along with so, what we talked about uh what was yeah, our last podcast just yesterday yeah we were talking about because that is very much the community college level mm-hmm. um that would be like the certificate programs right um, those are people who work with their hands mm-hmm. i think that would even extend into services like nursing like entry level healthcare, yeah. entry level um watching old people well, like stuff w- that actually creates things so the way i think that they described it as far as categorizing the jobs yeah is it's jobs that are needed but you don't technically need a college degree to become right you can do so like, like a something like a nurse you definitely you do need schooling to like right be but a like a, I, I guess like i meant that. more like medical assistant like what you go and go for 12 months and oh, you get the oh, certificate and then you can like go a pharmacist and, yeah like thing, take blood yeah. and stuff but more so it's building things it's right. really like construction plumbing mm-hmm. welding yeah exactly that kind of shit. so he's trying to make it easier uh for those vocations to get student loans so that he uh to like expand that job market more because they uh, stated in this article i think it's from us usa today but they say in this article that uh yeah, I'm going to quote it here. In fact, there are roughly 30 million jobs that don't require a college degree but still boast an average salaries of $55,000. 30,000 30, different kinds of jobs or like 30,000 job openings? Uh, there's 30 million jobs out there that have that. I'm trying to see. They quoted that. It's got to be openings. Yeah, it might be openings. It's got to be. There's not 30 million different kinds of jobs. But there's probably 30 million job openings across the country for all those different kinds yeah, of jobs. Yeah, that's just how the sentence words. Yeah, so yeah. it but must anyways. mean that we're in need of those kind of professionals. Yes, exactly. Yes. We're, we're in bad bad need of them. And so he's he didn't state either if he's going to make it harder for people trying to get in like a liberal arts degree or a liberal arts school. He didn't state if that was if that process was changing or not. Right. But he did specifically hands on. Yeah. So this goes right along with yesterday. You asked something along the lines of not to quote you while you're right in front of me, (laughs) but it was something along the lines of should college be cheaper or is it getting too expensive or, or something like that. Yeah. And. This this kind of shows just one day later, mm-hmm. you know, what a coincidence that at least at some professional level, it is. It is too expensive. Yeah. Um, they have outpriced the availability of the resources of the people who want to get into those fields. Right. So to turn that into English, because that didn't make very much sense, um, people who get into welding mm-hmm. typically – do not come from a particularly affluent family. They're not very wealthy, usually. Mm-hmm. They could be su- super-duper middle class. They could live a very – they're not poor, right. okay? But they're not, like, millionaires getting into welding or comp- right. carpentry or whatever. So apparently the price of uh, – I'm going to call it community college mm-hmm. or the entry-level higher learning. Like traditional or 
what do they call I want to use the word vocational school, but I don't know if that's a correct word for it. I think that's one of the words, but there is another one that we just... It's hands-on learning. Yeah. That has been outpriced. It's no longer um, practical mm-hmm. for a person to go and get better at it. Right. It's more practical to find someone who's already welding and work under them for a few years. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so it's starting to actually affect uh, all of society, our mm-hmm. whole society. We we want to build things, even if the economy is in a position where you have money and you want to build a skyscraper, right. you know what I mean? Or you want to build a huge dam mm-hmm. to make uh, hydroelectric power. Right. We're super into that. Well, that's great. We can pay for it. We can vote on it all day long. You got the right people in power. Mm-hmm. Bada boom. Now who's going to build it? Right. Now you got to ship in professionals, workers from other countries mm-hmm. who... I'm not even talking about your stereotype of like India and Mexico. Okay, I'm saying any country around the world, you just need to get a professional who can work on your project. Right. That makes the price of it skyrocket. Mm-hmm. So now you're stunting yourself even when times are good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're, it, it literally goes back to you're only as strong as your weakest link. Yeah. If, if you've gone so far away from manufacturing and we're so much of a service economy where we – we talk on the phone all day. We type on the computer all day. We don't make anything anymore. Right. And at the end of the day, to keep things going, you have to be able to build. You have to be able to actually put stuff together and make things. Yeah. Right? Exactly. You can't just type up a house. Mm-hmm. Even if you wanted to print a house. Let's say you wanted to 3D print it, okay? So you could argue you don't need to have any masonry skills or any carpentry skills. A fucking millennial could just program a computer and put cement into it and get a house. Right. Right? You still have to build that machine. Yeah. You know, and then, okay, we'll build a machine to make the machine. Well, at some point, it's the chicken and the egg. At some (laughs) point, you got to put one of them down first. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you can't build that unless you have the knowledge unless you have the schooling mm-hmm. um yeah so i'm kind of passionate about this i think that no, we've been pulling means. away from working with our hands for a long time no i agree i uh i think it's very important especially as i get older i do think it's very important to you know just learn learn how to use your hands you know learn how to you know fix a linky sink or just little things like that around the house or it even goes back to i've talked on the i think i talked to just on the podcast about this about me me toying with the possibility of just building my own futon with you know instructions and stuff i see online yeah. and youtube videos yeah sure but i but i think learning those kind of things is important i think it's the same reason why justin you know tried to build a duck coop out in his backyard you know, there's something it's, about building something yourself that is not only very, uh, I can't think of the word for it, but like makes you really happy when you like complete it. Yeah, like accomplished. Yeah, or, very accomplished. Yeah, that yeah. was it. But I don't know, it's, it's an important skill that I think have. And I don't know. I'm someone, I don't work with my hands well. Right. Um, I don't particularly have any interest in building things. Mm-hmm. I don't have any interest in working on cars. That kind of stuff. I would much rather I'm in the mindset where I'm perfectly comfortable and happy paying someone else a premium to do that for me because right. I have no interest in learning it. Mm-hmm. But there has to be someone along the way who is the mechanic, mm-hmm. who is the carpenter, who 
there's enough people out there who are passionate about working with their hands right. that those people should have the opportunity to get into that mm-hmm. because it doesn't just help them. It literally helps all of us. Mm-hmm. Those jobs hinge on helping other people. If you don't have a house to build, it doesn't matter how many doors I know how to frame. Right. You know, I don't have any doors to frame. You have them all. Mm-hmm. They exist by helping other people. Yeah. Whereas there's lots of jobs who exist by not interacting with people at all mm-hmm. or even worse, by taking from people. Mm-hmm. Um, luxury sales, you know, they exist to scalp. They exist to take as much resource from another person as possible while giving up as little resource as possible. Mm-hmm. That's literally what sales are. So we should put a lot more emphasis on the jobs where the outcome is 100% helping other people. Right. Even if they are making money for themselves and their family, that money comes from services they did for the community. Right. That should be the number one thing in my opinion. No, and I and I and I do agree with you. I just I just think in general that people should just at least know kind of like just the basic thing of it, you know, if like I said, if you, yeah, I mean, definitely. it was like, I mean, definitely. it was like you and I had, you know, we had two broken to- toilets in this house at one point and you and I didn't call a plumber. We just took it upon ourselves to oh figure gosh. out how to fix it. Right. The, with the flushers on them broke, the little flushy yeah. thing, like literally the little knob broke. And we used, we have three bathrooms in this house. Yes. And all of the roommates were using one bathroom <laughs> Yes. for like two months. Yeah. And then one day me and Adam were like, enough is enough. We're going to fix these. And it cost us, what, like 22 bucks and maybe an hour of our time? Yeah. And we fixed both of the bathrooms. (laughs) And we were like, why on earth did we wait so long to try to do this? And and super simple, (laughs) but just an important thing to know that when shit like that happens, you know how to fix it. You know what I mean? Well, it's interesting. So that's just what I um, meant. Just basic things like that's important to know. Didn't your dad used to teach you that? Like, not your dad specifically teach you that, but Just didn't, in general. didn't in a family, didn't the dad used to teach the son that? Or even the daughter, yeah. I guess, whatever. But that was kind of, like, where that came from, right? Yeah. I remember as a kid, um, my dad in particular worked in construction uh-huh. uh, in the military. So he knew all about heavy machinery. He knew all about laying concrete. He made multiple... Um, runways for airplanes, bridges, like he, you knew about all that shit. Right. So we used to, I remember learning how to level with my dad. I remember learning how to move dirt and sift dirt and make it into different grades mm-hmm. and then put a line level out and level out the backyard and then put pavers down. Like I remember doing that. I remember building masonry with my dad, putting up blocks to make planters and putting the the fucking Play-Doh shit in between it. Um, <laughs> right. Not the grout, but the, like the cement stuff that yeah, goes in between yeah. blocks. You put that in. Like, even though I'm not super versed, obviously, I don't know a lot of the words about things, mm-hmm. I can walk into a tool shop, I can look on the wall and say, okay, I need that thing, that thing, and that thing. Right. And I don't know what the fuck they're called, but I know how to use them. <laughs> right. I know what they're used for. Mm-hmm. 
like just little stuff like that I think is what you mean by yeah, you should know how to do like like I could change the oil in my truck. Yeah. Would I ever fucking choose to do it? Absolutely not. Exactly. I'm the same way in those I, regards. I can draw you a picture of how to change the brake pads mm-hmm. in most vehicles. Like it's really really easy actually. Right. If you have the right tools. But I would never do that on my own. Mm-hmm. But I think what you're saying is correct that just the knowledge is power. Yeah, just having it, knowing that if you're ever in a situation that, you know, you could make something or jiggy up something or whatever it is. But I don't know, I just think it's important to have, even if you're not into it, at least just have a l- basic skill set of how to have, how do, it all works. Do you think that might be a little bit of the reason why traditionally, not so much anymore, mm-hmm. but traditionally there were more like manly tasks and more feminine tasks? You know how, like, I'm going to use some super cliche examples that Matthew Lynn does not believe in, actually. (laughs) But I'm going to say these words so that I can explain my thought process to you. I want to make that very, very clear. (laughs) I do not believe these things. Got it. But there's the old ideology of cleaning would be a woman's task. Mm -hmm. Um, Doing dishes, raising babies, things that are more uh, nurturing in nature would be more feminine. And building, uh, breaking, uh, conquering so is more manly. Right. Okay? Do you think that some of that maybe came from there were less resources back in the day to learn more things? So you weren't able to absorb as much knowledge throughout your life. But there were just as many tasks that still needed to be done. So you kind of split them up. You almost cut them in half and say, you guys get really good at this stuff, we'll get really good at this stuff, and then we'll get together and we'll be good at everything. No, I think that came with like... You think it's always been like a dominance thing? Well, yeah, at that point, like women not... Because I feel like that kind of came out of when like women didn't really have like their voting rights yet, and it was a cliche that kind of lived on and died out through the years. I don't know, even in our grandparents' day, dude. My grandparent, my grandma, my grandpa. right. In their day, my grandma could do all the things that was legal for us to do, but she still stayed home and cooked all day and raised the kids. And... Well, it, because it could be, at one point became so embedded into our society that sub- that nowadays sometimes that's just a tradition that's passed on. I have definitely met men before who just say, like, I would like my wife to not work. I would like her to just stay home and take care of the kids. Some people just like that right. tradition. But I think that stemmed from, though, those cliches and the reason why those existed in the first place and became those separate do- jobs was because it was women stay in the kitchen, women take care of the kids. I don't know. I think that that ideology stemmed out of what it originally was. Mm. I think, I don't know. I just, it feels silly that we would create a concept just to put people down with. We usually use a concept we already created and right. make it into a way to put people down. So I don't know. I would think if you're a guy, and I'm thinking like medieval times. Okay, I'm going okay. that far back. Okay. So if you're a dude and your whole job is you're a mason. Right. Okay, so you build fucking walls out of blocks. Mm-hmm. That's just what you do all day long. If you're always out doing that, if you're out 12, day, 12, 12 hours a day doing that, making money, there's just no possible way that you can rear the children as well. Mm-hmm. Because for 12 physical hours out of your day, you're gone, and then at least six physical hours, you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. At least one hour, you're eating. Right. And at least one hour, you're maintaining hygiene. Right. So that only leaves four hours of leisure in a day. Right. You can't really learn a lot of household stuff in four hours a day. True. 
but you can get really rockin' awesome at all the outside stuff, all mm-hmm. the stuff that has to do with society and building and what you're good at. Right. Whereas you flip it around, if you're the person who stays at home all day, you spend the same amount of hours as the person who works being at home, and you only go out for about four hours out of a typical day. It would right. be for shopping or for gathering the children from here to there, or you only interact with the society for so many hours. Mm-hmm. So it would be really hard to get good at that kind of stuff. Right. So I think naturally it kind of became, there's only two of us who can who can lead the family until the kids get older. So the segregation so was, to. was born out of something that was just already happening. That was happening. already happening. Then the gotcha. things got a little bit more comfortable and maybe you are able to do more of each, but now you just don't want to. So gotcha. now it becomes, well, I have the superior knowledge. I'm I'm better at making money, so you need me, so you do what I say. Gotcha. Kind, of, kind of deal. I see. Um, Created like a power complex. Right, yeah. right. Or maybe a laziness complex. I don't know. <laughs> um, elitism. Right. But I, I think that originally it had to have come from there was just more shit to do than there was people to do it. Right. And you had, okay. to, you had to get good or you didn't survive. Okay, I could I could see it like that. I get that. Going f- that far back. Going that like, far back. Yeah, yes. yeah. No, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And one, I think it comes down to the reason why that even, you know, was a thing that was happening in the first place, no matter how far back you go, is just, and it's kind of the debate right now about just, you know, men were generally more stronger than women to be able to do some of these jobs out there that women just couldn't do yeah, at that tell point. tell that to Boudica. <laughs> you ever heard of Boudica? No, it's Boudica. Oh, dude. If you guys ever heard of it, fucking Google Boudica, B-U-D-A-K-A. What is it? She's a warrior princess that fucked the Romans up for a long time. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, she was a beast. She had grown-ass, badass men bowing down to her and following her into battle. Well, there's always exceptions to both sides, absolutely. There's a lot more dudes who conquered a lot of stuff. (laughs) Just saying. Right, right, right. right. um, Women can do it too, bro. They're badasses. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. The fucking Peshmerga. You ever heard of the Peshmerga, bro? No. That's, That's happening right now today. Oh, That's the are those fire, the? Fighters. Okay, I have heard of the them Kurdish then. women, dude, in the yeah, Middle East. I have heard of them. Then. So, if you guys haven't heard of the Peshmerga, that's another fun one. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's not fun. It's terrible and horrible. What's going on? Right. I. That was the wrong way to say it. But it's very fascinating. Um, so, in that culture in the Middle East, for a man's life to be taken by a woman completely right. fucks up your afterlife. Yeah. Okay. It's super dishonorable. It sucks and. Basically, in their belief system, what happens after you die uh-huh. is totally fucked up if you right. die by the hands of a woman. Uh-huh. Okay? So these bitches go out in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and they take the dudes who have done horrible things, okay? And they pluck them up in the middle of the night and they bring them back to their fucking village. And then they wait for the sun to come up. And when the sun's up and everyone can see it, they take them out in front of everybody. <laughs> like take them out, like kill them. Right. They, but I mean, it's a lot more brutal than that. I'm just right. I'm skipping all the because there's no need for that. I feel yeah. Um, but yeah, they basically yeah, uh, give them a taste of their own medicine in front of everybody. Yeah. So that's how they go out, and that they like these girls pride themselves on this. They are right. like warrior bitches. Right. Yeah. No, I badasses. It's definitely it's definitely different definitely different climate now than it was back then all i was saying is that's i think how, what birthed that whole process oh in the for first sure place. for sure just so i don't leave that on a note that makes it sound like i was going somewhere else no i it. understand i understand we're trying to be but, very careful here folks, yeah because i mean 
we don't actually think a lot of these things, but yeah. someone's got to talk about them. Yeah, you know, exactly. You know, and one so. day you guys will get to know us, you know, well enough to where maybe we will have to make those those distinctions all the time. Maybe. But probably not. Probably not. But, but at the end of the day, I think it's really good uh, what I hear about the whole, um, like, community college starting to become cheaper. Yes. Um, I think that's the original idea that got us onto this tangent. Yeah, I think so also. Um, that's fantastic, dude. I've I've gone down many times saying that knowledge is power. Yeah. I think that everything else in life stems from knowledge. Mm-hmm. So, well, and I've even said, and this is cool because this kind of goes more towards of kind of the idea that I think I brought up on the podcast once, uh, where I was saying that if I think that if you're taking classes that all go towards a specific degree, uh-huh. then those should be free. But if you want to take electives or certain other things, then those are the classes that you have to pay for. It seems and like this that's is kind, kind of, of a direction. push in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. They seems like the people <clears throat> who make the rules agree that that's mm-hmm. kind of how it would work. Yeah. Um, Cause they're not by any means saying that community college is free. That is not right. what no, we read. No, no. But they are saying that we'll pay very, for it. <laughs> very specific courses that lead to a very specific degree. Yeah, um, we will help you more with. Yes, exactly. They're not even saying that it's free. Honestly, they're just saying that they're going to make aid more available. Yeah, the way they the way that they put it is they're making people who want to go into those vocations more eligible to get. Aid. I think it's a step yeah. in the right direction. I do too. And I think that if Donald Trump is really the one who is presenting this idea. Mm-hmm. Okay, not the one who came up with it. I'm I'm pretty thoroughly convinced that he's probably not the individual who came up with it and said, let's do this. Right. But just the fact that he's signing his name to it, mm-hmm. okay, and endorsing it, I do think that a little bit of credit is due because I think he gets a bad rap a lot of the time mm-hmm. for uh, from myself included. I'm mm-hmm. very uh, opinionated. He gets a bad rap for kind of people think he leaves the common people behind a little bit, mm-hmm. um, that he's kind of elite. You know what I mean? Right. I think there's definitely a, half the people who say he's all about the common dude and helping us. And then there's the other half who say, why would he fucking care? Yeah, yeah. He's tricking us all. Okay? Right. Even if he is a master manipulator and even if he is tricking us all and he is just the worst thing that could happen, mm-hmm. in this instance... He is putting his name on something that I think we can all agree helps society. Yeah. So he should be given a little bit of credit. I've criticized him a lot in the past. I criticize Mm -hmm. everyone. I love to do it. (laughs) Um, And this is me coming out saying even that I agree with this one. And good on him for putting his name on it. See, and it's important to look at the individual actions of somebody and try to look at them all, you know, subjectively. Yeah, I agree. Because I think too many times, especially during this, you know, uh, the past election and this presidency, there are too many people out there who just decide, I hate Trump, period, end of story. Anything he does, I can't agree with because I hate that man. I can't even uh, meet in the middle on anything because that's compromising my values. Exactly. Right. That's what they think. Yeah. And I think it's important, even when you're trying to pick a president during elections, you you look at the specific issues. What do they want to do for the specific issues? or issues that you're asking them about. And in this case, the actions that Donald Trump takes, there are some things where I'm like, "Mm, okay, okay, Trump, uh, not the best move. But then you have to look at things like this and say, 
say this is a step in the right this direction. Literally, we yesterday we literally sat here for an hour almost mm -hmm. and talked about how we wish politicians would do what we read happen this morning. Yes. So now if we're going to wake up and see it happening, I feel like we're obligated to give some credit. Yes, absolutely. Right? 100%. He's representing yeah. us. We voted him in, and he's representing me at least. Mm -hmm. That's what I wanted to happen. Yeah. So good on him. And I Tomorrow, think... I'll probably have a different tone about what happens. Yeah. Um, but today, he nailed it. And it, so, and, <laughs> yeah, I mean, anybody out there who's maybe diehard, you know, Trump haters, like, just try to take a step back, you know? Well, and just remember, guys, too, that just like I said right now, that Maybe tomorrow I'll have a totally different tone about whatever happens. But today right. I'm happy. Today I agree with it. Good mm -hmm. job, right? Right. No matter what happens on any day, mm -hmm. always remember, guys, that there's someone out there who is saying, this is what I agree with. Good job. Right. I like this. So anytime where you see the news and see that something happened and you go, that's not representing me. I'm angry. Mm -hmm. I didn't want that. Well, just know, try to... Remember that there are lots and lots of people who are being represented in that mm -hmm. choice. Yes. And maybe the next choice, they're not going to like it very much, mm -hmm. but it'll represent you a lot more. Yeah. It's, you, we don't have a personal president. He's not the president of each one of us. He's the president of all of us at the same time. Yes. So not to say don't, don't compromise your values. Mm -hmm. Still be upset. You have the, the freedom. A lot of people have died for you to be upset which is mm -hmm. a great thing to practice. But just try to remember that there are people who appreciate any decision. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, and you're not going to win them all. Yeah, just <laughs> just try to just try to look at it, I would just say, just on a policy-per-policy policy basis, you know? Yeah. Don't just, like, look at all of them as a group and say, well, I hate all of these because Trump wrote them. I think they did something back during the McCain and Obama um, elections and they had these gentlemen on both sides going up in the street and then saying uh, to random people, so what do you think when Obama said, and then they would quote McCain, uh -huh. and then they would do this the other way around. And they would start off these conversations by who do you like, Obama or McCain? So anytime they went to the Obama lovers and quoted something from McCain, but under Obama's name, they were all gun ho for it. They're like, yeah, I think that's a great See, idea. It's emotional. It has nothing to do yeah. with logic. And then the same thing happened vice versa. Yes. It was, it was amazing. I agree. <laughs> Have I told the story on podcast about um, in high school when we had the debate? I... I can't remember if you told me told in on person or, or if you told on podcast. Well, we'll, we'll tell, tell it again, again real quick. It's, <laughs> it's, it's the same thing, dude, is that it's not about the knowledge. Um, it's about the emotion. It's, no, you did not tell the story on the podcast. So no, I didn't. Tell it again. No, you didn't. Okay, great. Well, then remember. free game. So in high school, um, we had a project one year where each of the kids in the class had to choose a uh, Roman emperor. Mm -hmm. And you had to pretend to be them. And then you had to create a platform that mm -hmm. you were running on this took this took all year i went right. to a college prep school it was pretty in-depth mm -hmm. um so you would spend all year creating your platform and then the class all the classes that were part of that teacher so all mm -hmm. six periods got together for a big debate and they would choose um i think there was like six of us to start with mm -hmm. and then there was different rounds and you would get picked off one by one until right. there was only two left and whoever won got an a for the class that was like the big prize right right 
So everyone chose their emperors, and everyone wanted to be Caesar Augustus, and wanted to be, you know, um, oh, Constantine, and like, like all the badasses, right? right? Well, I picked Trajan. Mm-hmm. I picked Emperor Trajan, who uh, was like a psychopath. He was fucking okay. crazy. He was not regarded as a super good emperor at all. <laughs> um, I was basically having fun with the whole thing. I was okay. like, fuck it. I absolutely hate this project. I'm not into this at all. Uh-huh. I'm going to make fun of it because I'm a teenager and I'm angsty. And that's right. what I'm going to do. So I just totally made fun of the whole project. My entire platform, I literally went around and was like, what do you guys want me to say? And they, I literally had everyone just write my platform with me. Okay? Right. So it was all things that the peop- that everyone wanted. Uh-huh. I knew I never had to follow through on any of these promises for real. Right. I knew I was never going to be actually in charge of anything. Right. So I just said whatever, right? And I was pretty popular in the class. Mm-hmm. So everybody knew me as a friend. Right. I was friends with everyone. Mm-hmm. So I got picked as one of the final six. I had nothing scripted. I did not expect to be picked. I totally trumped it, bro. <laughs> I I looked back and said, holy shit, I got picked. <laughs> so I had to go up on stage. I had uh-huh. to do my thing. And literally, I was just a stand-up comedian on stage. Right. I just told jokes at him, and I made a mockery of the whole fucking system. <laughs> and the teachers hated it. And the other kids who worked really fucking hard all year long hated it. Uh-huh. And one by one, they were leaving the stage, and I was still there. Uh-huh. And I'm not even, like, exaggerating this. It came down to me and another girl in the final. Uh-huh. And she was, like, crisp, bro. She knew exactly her shit. Uh-huh. She was on it. This girl, like, probably went on to be a master in something, I'm sure. She's probably making tons of money now. Right. Um, I beat her. <laughs> I literally won the fucking debate not having anything written down or anything ready to go. Oh, and it was 100%. From emotion. I made people happier. I made them laugh. I gave them an entertaining uh, situation to be in mm-hmm. for the time so they weren't bored. Right. And they fucking voted for me in the end. <laughs> and I knew nothing. I did no work. And I feel like it's so scary because it's so close to what happens a lot of the time in real life, too. Right. That not every time, and mm-hmm. I'm not even saying that this is a Trump thing or anything like that, mm-hmm. but a lot of times... A leader just gets chosen, and they go, really? (laughs) You picked me? Uh What what are you thinking? But then they're in that position, and now you're stuck. Now you got to roll with it. Right. You know what I mean? So (laughs) it's just, I don't know. It's funny to me that it can be so emotional. Yeah. Did I deserve to win? Absolutely not. I didn't even deserve to be on that stage. Mm -hmm. But through... Well, interaction, then, I was able to pull it out. Didn't you tell me, too, that the teacher actually passed you both? Yeah, the teacher actually gave the girl an A as well. Yeah. Because she said that she said that I didn't... Well, she didn't say I didn't deserve it. She said that the other girl um, deserved it more. And mm-hmm. that I, I won the competition, but uh-huh. really... They were pissed that I won. They weren't happy. So they gave the other <laughs> They weren't happy, too. but they couldn't help but to be impressed. <laughs> well, so I they followed, had to give you the grade. I didn't break any rules. Right. The rules were pretty vague. Uh-huh. There weren't a lot of... Nobody had tried to do that up until that point. Uh-huh. You know, everyone just gritted their teeth and did the project the right way. Right. And then here comes along one person, <laughs> eventually, who says... I'm going to flip it on its head. Right. I'm going to stay within the boundaries, but I'm going to fucking make a mockery out of it. <laughs> and they do really, really well. Yeah. P- 
people just want something different. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, and they love to root for an underdog, don't Mm -hmm. you? Do you do you enjoy that, Adam? If you have two teams, do you prefer the team who shouldn't win? Isn't it more fun to see them win? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, especially if it's teams that I know, especially with sports that I know like nothing about. Yeah, I usually always root for like who's who's the one who's losing the season so far. And, that one. And why do you root for them? You root just for as them. you said, it's more fun to watch it's, them win. It's, it's for more the fun upset. to root for them. Yeah. Well, the fun thing you know that that win doesn't matter to them. Right. It's, they are still going to be the losers of the season. They're mm-hmm. not going to get into the championship. What's fun about it is that it's almost kind of naughty is that you're breaking something. (laughs) People love to kind of break stuff and get away with it. So you're taking the really good team Mm -hmm. and you're hindering them. Now you put a blemish on them. That's the fun part of an upset. Mm. It means nothing to the positive that they won. That means what it means is the negative is now, Mm -hmm. ooh, now there's different. It's messed up. We broke the system. Well, and I think when it comes to, like, sports and you make a decision between two teams, and I think part of the reason why you go for the underdog also and the reason why I think there are some people who get really, really into sports is because you like to just kind of invest your emotions all in one place for a couple hours. Well, And it's very healthy and very fun when it comes to sports. And you get more emotion out of the underdog because... Because now everything's the other team's fault, you know. Every time they get any a little bit farther, you're like, fuck yeah, go! Yeah, except it gets a little scary when you put that same ideology in place when you're electing politicians. Yep. Or when you're elected, what if what if the military ran that way? What if the soldiers chose their fucking generals? Ooh, that'd be a scary military. That'd be pretty scary, wouldn't it? Yeah. Because you'd have scary. some really incompetent people leading lives and yeah. taking lives, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, that happens in other countries. Yeah. That literally is what happens, and that's why you have dictators. Ooh, that's and what they argued happened here. It, there is no democracy in the military. Right. There are, is a chain of command, and there's orders. Mm-hmm. And if you don't follow those orders, people die. Right. That is all there is. Mm-hmm. And that is why it works and can run so efficiently. Mm-hmm. It's the most efficient thing in the world, our military. Right. Once you put choice uh-huh. and democracy into something, <laughs> it becomes a lot more beautiful. Yes. It's more of a system yes. I would choose to live in, mm-hmm. but it clouds, it clouds up the water a lot. I was gonna say, it becomes a lot of gray. If they told us who the president was gonna be each time, mm-hmm. and it was based on merit, the way it is with a general in the military, right? Uh, we would probably have a fantastic leader every single time. Yeah. But the beauty of the whole thing, not the curse, the beauty of it mm-hmm. is that we choose the leader. Yeah. So any any disappointments that we have, we oh, did we have it to a, ourselves. I was going to say, we just have ourselves to blame. We did it to ourselves. Nobody stole it. And one thing I always said, too, when Trump was elected, you know, anybody who was surprised, I was like, so you're surprised that in a country ruled by reality shows and fake celebrities, Mm -hmm. you find it strange that we just happened to get to a point where we elected a reality show star as our president? uh, (laughs) Seriously, honestly. Right. You really don't think that Kim Kardashian wouldn't win the presidency? Oh, I I think she'd have a great... No, I do not think she would win, but do I think she would get a lot farther than people think that she might? Absolutely. If it came down to Kim Kardashian or Jeb Bush, you don't think Kim Kardashian would be the next president? Oh, my gosh. Let's be serious, Adam. 
I mean, you're right. I can't she has that. a bigger following on Instagram than he does in his entire life. All right. It's it's kind of like when we were talking about the other day, we were talking about podcasts. Uh-huh. And we were talking about how Joe Rogan has the most successful podcast. Right. And I said to you, I love Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. And he is an inspiration to me as a podcaster. Mm-hmm. But the man, Joe Rogan, has no business being the number one podcaster. Right. Or really being the number one of anything on planet Earth. He just doesn't have a number one amount of following in anything. Mm -hmm. And you said to me, well, Matthew, he's got 18 million plus viewers on every episode he puts out. He's literally the king. He's the man. Like, he is number one. Right. And I said, no, no, I understand he's number one right now. Mm -hmm. But all it would take is Justin Bieber to put out a podcast. Yeah. And overnight, the the Justin Bieber podcast would blow him out of the water. You're right. Because he gets, Justin Bieber gets more views on YouTube on a music video mm-hmm. than Joe Rogan has gotten on the last 10 of his videos combined. Right. It, it's the following behind it. No, and you're correct. It, you're definitely correct in that instance. Kim Kardashian but... would kill it as a president. She, I, don't, I wouldn't vote for her, but she <laughs> would do amazing in the running to become president. Oh, yeah. She'd do amazing. Well, and what was it? I remember that, and I think they might still be doing this, or trying to push people like Oprah to run for president. And like That's one that Dwayne I would really have to look into. Really? If Oprah decided to run for presidency. Yeah. Think she yeah. could possibly be a good president? I would have to research it a little bit, but the the few things that I do know of Oprah, uh-huh. um, that is the kind of human being who I wouldn't mind being led by. Okay. Do I I don't know anything about her politics uh-huh. or how versed she is in anything like that. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but in just as a human being, I would follow Oprah. Mm. Yes, I do. I do have a good amount of respect as, for her as a person. So okay. she she might actually possibly be able to be a good president. Possibly, possibly. It, it just it just depends how extreme she wants to go with policies. Uh, and just for the record, I, she I I do not think she's running at all. She's showing I don't no think interest so in nothing like that. But I do think that she's somebody who I think, like you said, I think that's somebody I'd be willing more to kind of do a little more research into. It was the same kind of thing I had when Trump announced that he was running. It it wasn't like I was like, oh, he's running. I was like, okay, well, let me look into him a little bit and see what's been going on and what he does. The appealing thing of Trump was that he sold himself as a businessman. Yes. And And not a politician specifically. He was not a politician. Exactly. But he used the concept of money is points. Yeah. And if you have more points, it must mean that you're smarter mm-hmm. because you were able to accumulate more points than everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and people really went with that. People said, well, he has so much more money. He clearly must know something I don't know. He right. must be smarter. Um, and here we are now. Yeah. So. I don't know. I'm not going to say whether it's right or wrong because I'm sure mm-hmm. a lot of those people think that it, that we're doing a great job. Yeah. I don't think we're doing too bad myself. No, I um, don't either, honestly. But that kind of mindset got definitely got us here, I yeah. think. Um, that money is knowledge. Mm-hmm. That money makes you smarter. And while money is power, it only goes as far as buying things. Mm-hmm. If the system breaks down, money is nothing, where knowledge is still power. True, true. 
it's going to be uh, very interesting to see what happens in 2020, and I'm sure we're going to be talking a lot about it. Oh, yeah, we'll track it here. It closer and closer and closer. But, uh, no, it's uh, – I think it's just – I don't know. I Going back to just kind of the original point when we were talking about, like, the articles and his different policies, I think when it comes to any president, like, don't focus on whether they're Democratic or Republican – just go if you feel strongly about abortions be like okay what do these two people think about abortions if you feel strongly about this policy okay what do these people think about that policy and just outweigh the pros and cons you may find that every other year you vote the opposite party that you associate with just because of the policies they stand on i think i agree with that too and another good thing to remember i think is that if it's something that isn't going to directly affect you mm-hmm. today or tomorrow or ever. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not the number one thing that you should be the most passionate about. Yeah. There's so many things that all of us go through every single day mm-hmm. that really matter to our well being. Mm-hmm. That if you're getting hung up on something that other people are doing, that's fine, but don't let it consume you. Try to consume yourself with yourself. Um, and if there's anything left after that, then then maybe focus a little on others. Help them out or judge them or whatever you're into. I don't care. Um, <laughs> but try to make yourself your main focus. Yeah. And really work on the things that can help you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the rest of it, just kind of trust that people really are good. Yeah. And for the most part... We're going to figure it out. We might make some mistakes, but mm-hmm. people are going to get us there. You don't have to freak out. One, one, thing I've always, uh, one thing I've always tried to live by, and I'll pass this on to all of you guys, is you know, I think you should just spend every day just trying to be a better person than you were the day before. If everyone focused on that, we would all get a lot better. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, I don't want to draw this out. If it, uh, I feel like we've naturally have come to an end with this conversation I feel we have. today. We're, we're almost at time. Yeah, we're this, almost at that time. This will do. It was a, it was a little heavier of a conversation today too. It was, it was a little more dense than some of the usual yeah. stuff we do. But uh, so I enjoyed it. Thanks yeah. for listening, guys. Yeah, thank you so much for listening, guys. We'll try to make it a little lighthearted, more lighthearted for you guys tomorrow. Yeah. Unless you tell us not to. Unless you tell us, not, yeah, leave us a comment, like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> all right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Remember, you can check us out on all the social media platforms. Um, I will say again, just remember we do have an update coming out soon, so stay tuned for that. And any final thoughts, Matthew? I think that I can't wait for tomorrow so we can do this again. (laughs) Me too. See you there, guys. See you guys. Bye-bye.